Hello and welcome to a practical guide to studying while working. So today we'll be talking about three reasons why you are never too old to study. So one question that I get a lot um, from friends and cliques is that am I too old to go back to university? So I get this question a lot and every time I get this question, I give the same answer, which is no, you are not too old to go back to university. Today, we'll be discussing three reasons why it's never too old, it's never too late. And the first reason, when you return to university as a mature student, you basically know more stuff than you used to do. So the reason you are asking this question is probably because we are slightly older than the average college-going student. So we are the minority on campus. Um, but even if we make a smaller number in the com- campus community, we have the advantage of having done life. We have the advantage of having done some work before. So we have learned a bit more from the successes and mistakes that, that we've made in the past. And this experience have shaped the way that we think, the way we make decisions, and this will help us in the course of our study. And this is an, also an advantage because it helps us in having more well-rounded perspectives in the way that we write our papers or the way that we engage with faculty or the way that we make friends with with our classmates. So when I went back to university for my master's, I found that I connected better with the faculty um, as compared to when I was an undergraduate. Um, When I was an undergraduate, the last thing I wanted was anything to do with the faculty, but it was totally the opposite when I was um, a postgraduate student where I cherished the uh, conversations that I had with the professor and I hope the feeling uh, is mutual. So I I look forward to getting in touch with them uh, and exchanging ideas and I think they value it too because some of the industry experience that I bring into the classroom uh, could add on or complement the academic uh, views that they already have. So number one, you basically just know more stuff. Number two, Technology is making it easier for for mature students to adapt themselves to the overall process of learning. So I went back to do my MBA at the age of 32. Um, This was about five years above the average age of the the regular uh, MBA students, which is around 27 and, and 28. Um, While this was the case, some of my classmates were beyond the retirement age. We had doctors in the class, uh, PhD holders, uh, CEOs, uh, and many others. So I was about uh, around um, in, in the middle when it comes to the overall range of, of ages that we have in the classroom. Now, one of the main reasons that they went back to do the MBA was the technology that was already available there. Now, our focus is on part-time learning. So distance learning today is more accessible, it's more intuitive, it's much more user-friendly, which which creates a more uh, convenient experience for people to uh, 
be able to navigate themselves across the the platform. So lectures and office hours uh, for conversations are done online, um, and and libraries access to books and journals are, are also online. So they are easily retrieved. Um, and and in in this post pandemic era with with school and work shifting online. Uh, it's becoming more accessible and people are more used to communicating online as well. So it was intimidating at first. Some of our classmates had challenges in getting used to the system, but it's more enabling than disabling in in improving the overall uh, student experience for, for mature students. So the tools and softwares today are becoming more simple and simple in the way that it wants to uh, enable us to to navigate our way around. So number two, technology is making it easier. Number three is very important. So as much as I see so many people asking, am I too old to go back to studying? Am, am I, is it too late for me to return to university? I've never seen anyone answering, yes, you are too old. Yes, is it, it is too late. Yeah. So the higher education community at least in in the in the subset of the part-time students um, is very supportive um, despite the differences that we have in in terms of backgrounds upbringings a work experience um, there are more common grounds than than differences uh, across the mature student community after all most of us are, are on the same same boat so we empathize and we understand better the challenges that we face so this support system it doesn't resonate only within the students uh, you would experience also the same level of support that the faculty is giving the staff is giving everybody's attentive they listen and they're receptive to our ideas um, and I think the general feeling is that we thrive in seeing others uh, succeed. And I don't think I'm the only one in this one. The communities that you see on Twitter, on, on Facebook, on LinkedIn are very supportive to see uh, each other succeed. So what I mean by you know yourself best is that at the end of the day, you know your capacity, your limitations and your boundaries. So these parameters will set the way that you balance or, or juggle your time between family, work and study, um, which I've also covered in another video. So no matter how concerned you are over your readiness to go back to school, don't let others tell or determine whether you are ready or otherwise. It's only coming down to how we view the capacity that we have on a day-to-day -to -day basis. Um, I still always stress that part-time study is not for everyone, but I do believe that lifelong learning is for everyone. It's just the mode of learning, the mode of study, the field of study that we focus into um, that would then dictate um, the success or, or, or otherwise in terms of our pursuit of knowledge. Yeah. So those are the three areas that um, I want to cover today. I have two case studies that I would like to share. The first one is Dr. David Bottomley. He was 94 in 2019. This news is from 2019. And he's the oldest Australian to receive a PhD from Curtin University. He signed up for an eight-year part-time PhD program and he finished it in, in about seven years. Um, his thesis was on the effectiveness of 
uh, teaching methods of English uh, within a selected period of time. Um, and I believe his concentration was on was on pedagogy or, or education. Yeah, so that's one um, story that I think would inspire many. Second one is a perpetual student, um, Dr. Michael Nicholson. Um, so he spent more than 50 years in school. He has earned uh, 30 degrees, uh, 23 masters, and one doctorate. Um, the story here is not about collecting this many uh, qualifications, but I believe the idea here is a continuous learning, the lifelong learning, the continuous pursuit for knowledge and education, um, and also upskilling that he has. Um, one story that I like about him is that his advice is to not quit too soon, um, which I think is quite powerful because I quit when I was an undergraduate student. I didn't do too well as an undergraduate and I uh, felt at the time that I would not ever want to step foot into a classroom ever again. Um, I, I'm totally wrong there. Uh, I've, I've proven myself wrong. Um, so the idea is to not discount yourself too early. So not quitting too soon, um, which is, is advice that I believe is very powerful. So, three things. Three reasons why it's never too late to be studying again. You know more things now that you have with experience. Technology is making it easier and more accessible for us to learn. And number three, you are the best person to know your capacity in learning. So with that, I hope you do consider continuing education. You do consider lifelong learning and it's never too late to be studying. Thank you and we'll see you in the next video. Bye-bye.